What the Hair, a Tangled podcast, part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Today we're talking about the fourth episode of Tangled the series, Challenge of the Brave. I'm Candace, and with me is my co-host, Krista. Hey, Krista. Hey. So this episode premiered on April 14th, 2017, and it's all about Cassandra and Rapunzel entering the Challenge of the Brave, gathering warriors from across the kingdom to test their courage. A.K.A. the Hunger Games episode. <laughs> Except not quite as dark, but maybe we can make it dark. We can always make it dark. <laughs> we can always make it dark. You can sad. always make it dark, actually, I should say. It's usually on you. The show opens with Cassandra doing her handmaiden duties, as well as in her free time, we see her training. Yeah, like and, Ninja Warrior course. Yes. And as someone who does a podcasting stuff on the side while they do their marketing stuff during the day. You know, I do look out at my microphone while I'm working and just dream. You know, so I was feeling for Cassandra a lot. (laughs) And she, some kids come by and they're like, woo. And like, Cassandra's all like preening. She's like, yes, I'm awesome. You know, look at me. And actually they're looking at Rapunzel instead. Oh, so sad. She just did this amazing, like, ninja warrior course and yeah and they're just like oh it's the princess i'm like come on kids appreciate talent here she was working with an owl yeah the owl was like they have choreography done (laughs) so yeah rapunzel hears about the challenge of the brave and is like "Ooh, let me do it with you and cassandra's like "Eh, you gotta get an invitation for that (sighs) I was so annoyed. Like, I know they were just setting up the episode and it is still a kid's show. Mm-hmm. But I was like, if Cass had just said at the beginning how important the competition was to her and for her to prove, you know, that she was more than a than handmaid and uh, that she just really wanted Rapunzel there to, like, cheer her on. Like, that would have been fine. Rapunzel totally would have, like, gone with that. But Rapunzel also was being a little oblivious because, I mean, it's kind of obvious. Okay, our girls... For this. Our girls don't have emotional intelligence, Krista. We love them. But they both have issues that they both need to work on. Especially, again, Rapunzel, you cannot blame her. She has no social skills. Like, none. She's been out of the tower like eight months now. Which is why Cass should have been honest. Okay, but one, Cass is not able to be honest with her feelings she is very guarded pun attended uh, she also is in this very awkward position of being friend and servant at the same time like yeah that's her that's boss point. she's an employee at the same time and i like i can't imagine like being in that situation mm-hmm. where you're like paid to be their friend in a way but they're still your friend Mm -hmm. yeah there's a weird power dynamic and it's funny because like rapunzel is like completely unaware of that i'm sure yeah she has no idea she she would probably say that cassandra has more influence on her or like you know so yeah that is something that makes it more difficult yeah but again cassandra probably hasn't had any friends growing up like let's just be honest like yeah. i think owl is her one true friend owl owl she didn't even give that thing a name <laughs> poor owl poor owl a competition to come up with the best name for owl could be Waldorf. that's our waffles name 
the waffle, which I realized nobody knew. I didn't know that. Yeah, nobody knew that. I think only Brie and I knew that. That the the mascot waffle that you see everywhere, his name is Waldorf. And the murderous waffle that is on Killer Waffles, our horror podcast, is Mordorf. Wait, which one's the sexy waffle? We haven't come up with a name with that one. Okay. You know, maybe you should announce this fully because this yeah. might not be the most like... Yeah, yeah. You need the visual Specific for podcast it. for you to be like announcing these very important details. <laughs> it's part of the waffle lore. Yeah. Be like, okay, everyone, if you want to know their real names, you have to go listen to the Tangled podcast. Hey, we might get some listens that way. Hey, non-Tangled people. What's up? Want to know about some waffles? <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Cassandra keeps training, and then it's Challenge of the Brave, and Rapunzel goes there to, you know, see how she's doing. Oh, yeah. Rapunzel is the worst trash talker in the history of the world. Like, she tries to trash talk like Cassandra and everybody else are doing, and it's just the most hilarious thing ever. She ends up being so supportive, like, complimenting the guy's tattoos, getting him to talk about his mother. People start crying. Like, it's it's hilarious. She's hugging people. She's just being this... She's a Disney princess, you know? She's a ray of sunshine, literally. Oh, my gosh. And also, can I just say, the the Challenge of the Brave competition that they have here, can I just say that this is such a better Corona event than Chasing of the Rodent? Agree. No animals involved. Yeah, and just also, like, more interesting. I mean, you, you can argue whether it's too violent, things like that. But, I mean... Just such a better event. <laughs> and this is all seven kingdoms, too. So, you know, getting inter-kingdom relationships, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, you know. Which brings up a good question I've been wondering about. Because both at this event and um, the other one we're talking about, uh, the king and queen never show up. Yeah. And royalty usually are there to, you know, be to be there and preside over the proceedings and wave at their adoring Bands, people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they're never there. Also, like, Rapunzel has pretty much, like, free reign. Pun not intended in that <laughs> regard. Like, she's just walking around these, like, kind of dangerous thugs and just, you know, there's no guards around or anything. Yeah. And then a little later in the episode, she enters the competition. Mm-hmm. There's no way her parents would have been okay with that. There's no way, like, her guards could have would have been okay with that. Do they think, like, because she's with Eugene, she's fine? <laughs> oh, he did I'm not do a sure good job. The king would be like, please put more guards on her. And the captain of the guard would be like, yes, I agree. More guards if Eugene is present. So, yeah, Eugene is having the time of his life. He's so excited to be Challenge of the Brave. He's a big fan of Wreck Marauder, who is the like the main scary guy. And he keeps blowing this horn. Um, louder it reminded me of the what are those things called the Rizulas that were at football games soccer games all the time and they got banned I was about to say foghorn I was like no that's foghorn leghorn it's like I have it written down but I do not know how to say Rizula Zilla something like that those giant horns yeah that you could hear whatever soccer game you were watching and they ended up getting banned in a bunch of stadiums because of it And I was like, that is Eugene. So that's another thing that's kind of interesting. Like, 
I get that he's behaving badly and they don't like that, but like you think he would get some kind of special treatment or seats because he's like royalty adjacent. <laughs> he's so, rapping Corona at least in that regards. Yeah, so or it's, it's kind of weird that they're allowed to just like kick him out or do whatever. I really loved like he's like challenge of the brave. And like Pascal's like ha, 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 ha. like he's dancing. <laughs> so cute. It was so freaking cute. <laughs> See, Pascal's like, yes, I crave violence. I'm so excited. <laughs> but it was oh so cute. I love how Pascal will just go from shoulder to shoulder. He like hangs out on Cassandra's shoulder. He hangs out on Eugene's shoulder. He's like, oh, I got new friends too. He's very much like a cat. He's like, what is the most interesting thing happening right now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and do that. Murderous like a cat too. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Cats are murderous little bastards who are adorable. <laughs> little apex predators hmm. um, he so hard yes so <laughs> he as eugene keeps getting thrown out poor guy meanwhile rapunzel realizes she can enter the competition and proceeds and, to do so Just- and the announcer like gets interrupted while introducing cassandra who is the iron handmaiden and gets interrupted by the announcement that Rapunzel is joining and you're just like, oh, that's got to hurt. Oh, yeah, you feel you feel bad for Cassandra most of the time until until they're choosing their weapons for yes. the the ring of death or what's the last mm-hmm. event? It's a circle of something ring circle. I don't mm-hmm. know. And the um, Rapunzel, of course, chooses the frying pan. And you're like, yay, the frying pan's back. Cameo by the frying pan again. <laughs> we haven't seen the frying pan since the, the movie sequel, movie, yeah. right? Yeah. When you do um, but then Cass sees it fall off the cart and kicks it under the bench. And I'm like, the betrayal. <laughs> so bad. And yeah, because Sandra like loses it for a second. She's like, did anyone check the rule book? She gets a little unhinged. Yeah. Well, I don't, part of me can't blame her because, you know, uh, they're doing all these events. She's doing it, you know, the right way or the conventional way where she's, you know, fighting. And then Rapunzel's just like doing like dances and yoga and like somehow like breezing through these events in these very untraditional ways. Oh my god! And Eugene is like stressing out in the stance. He's like, "Do not get hit by a hammer! Do not get hit by a hammer!" Like, imagine trying to go back to the king and queen and be like, "Oh, well, it, like it would be hard." Like we talked about, because like Cassandra has been known as you know the lady in waiting for Rapunzel, and that's all she's been known for. And she wants to prove herself and prove that she is the spider, that she has these amazing skills. And then here's Rapunzel. Like, just out showing her the whole time and stealing her spotlight. And, like, you you can tell that's hard on her. Yeah. Like you said, it would have been better if, like, Cassandra just told her straight up. But, you know. Then we wouldn't have an episode. (laughs) No, then we wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, Eugene, like, gets uh, eventually kicked out. But he says he's going to the VIP area, which is actually a very important pig. So he's in a sty. (laughs) And he wants to try to get back in. And that was really reminding me of the Seinfeld episode where George keeps trying to get back into the movie theater and just having these issues. So Eugene decides to do some branding with Rapunzel and start selling Rapunzel wigs to get tickets. Okay, where did he get those? I don't know. (laughs) 
Uh, but it's got a stash somewhere. Like that's a little creepy. Just a little bit. Um, you can get your own Rapunzel wig with braid for nineteen ninety five at the Disney store. So you know, I will get right on that. Go for it. <laughs> so like in the middle of this ring of death or circle of fighting or something like that, <laughs> like Cassandra and Rapunzel just have like a straight up like this like you know mm-hmm. she's. Cass says, like, you shouldn't be so oblivious to Rapunzel. You have no idea what this meant to me. You're a princess. You have nothing to prove. And, like, and she goes on, like, she was trying to get some respect. And, like, Rapunzel's, like, so heartfelt. And she's, like, I respect you more than you can ever imagine. Like, she looks up to Cassandra and, you know, and the only reason she wanted to do it was because she just wanted to spend more time with her. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and she apologizes, like, and she says, as your friend, I should have known how important this was to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very sweet. They have that heart-to-heart that they really should have had in the beginning. Yes. It's very good. Um, and then, of course, you know, the the one guy is yeah, still... Mar- Marauder Wreck. Wreck Marauder. Wreck. Is still in the ring with them. And yes. then Cassandra just kicks his butt epically. Yes. Which is just a beautiful moment. She's so good. I love her. But her foot gets out of the ring. And Rapunzel is crowned the bravest. Or she wins, but like Rapunzel gives like Cassandra the trophy or whatever it is. But really, you know, I feel like this might be foreshadowing. <coughs> Spoilers. This could Spoilers. be foreshadowing that there's going to be some other issues. There's going to be some other issues. I'm just saying we are not done. But you know what? I love this. I love that they show two friends having conflict, you know, mm-hmm. talking it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like if you think about the Disney best friends, again, they've all been animals. And you know, I don't think they have these kind of issues. You're right. Cause then the, yeah, it's the Disney princesses or Disney princes or whoever. They always, you know, they have their love interest. Yeah. And then their best friends are always like a monkey or a, a chameleon fish. or the bl- blue genie guy. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's good to especially and especially for women, too, that like to give her another female friend. Um, and so they can have some nor- slightly normal interactions. Yeah. But yeah, I keep thinking about like. The power dynamic issue, mm-hmm. which is why I think a lot of these issues happen and why she didn't, Cass did not talk to Rapunzel beforehand. Mm-hmm. Or Cass is also forgetting Rapunzel spent 18 years in a tower. She's not going to pick up social things like this, like understanding, you know, people want their moment. Yeah, getting those subtle hints that someone is trying to give you without saying it outright. Yeah, so it's like Cass is like realizing, okay, well, I got to tell this girl things. Mm-hmm. Okay, but that's that's Rapunzel's excuse. What is Eugene's excuse for not picking up on social cues? He's <laughs> he can be good sometimes with some social cues. He's really good at reading Rapunzel and other people like his friends. But I think a lot of the times it's not about him not picking up social cues. It's him not caring. Yeah. And him like, I'm going to say this to be a 
pain in your butt. <laughs> like to the captain. Like he knew the captain's mad. And he's like, I'm going to keep giving you attitude. He's like calling Kaz like ice queen and everything like that and whatever, you know. Maybe that's why Eugene and Rapunzel work so well together because they both have good hearts but aren't always great on the social cues. Yeah, like Rapunzel always means well, but her execution doesn't go well. Eugene sometimes doesn't mean well. <laughs> it executes the way he wants it to. That's an <laughs> issue. He gets better. He's still a little antagonistic to Cass, but she's the same way to him. Mm -hmm. It's out of love. Make fun out of love. Yeah, I don't know if I'd say that that's love. <laughs> That they're harassing each other from a place of love necessarily, but the, okay, I guess they love to yet. they love not to yet. mess with each other. Yeah. They love to mess with each other, and mm -hmm. they are friends yeah. eventually, or they're they're on their way to being friends. Yeah, I say by the end of the season, I think they're friends, mm -hmm. not just like oh, this friend of a friend, like my best friend's friend, you know, <laughs> kind of thing. When you're like adjacent friends, <laughs> but yeah. I love Pascal doing his little dance and just being like really happy and being like a cheering little chameleon. Shorty, like just upping the price of the ticket on Eugene. Yeah. I to make felt so bad for Eugene. He like missed the whole event at the end. He was being annoying. And you know what? Good. Kick him out. He was annoying the other Why people in the crowd. Why didn't they just take the horn away? That's a very good question. That would have made so much more sense. Like, that was the biggest issue. Yeah, because it was, like, literally knocking everyone around him out. But yeah, so, so far, we're picking up. We're getting, like, some emotional beats, right? We're, we're seeing Rapunzel learn and grow and, you know, make mistakes. Lots of mistakes. So many mistakes. And guess what, Krista? There's more coming up. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> You're shocked. I'm You're shocked. And some shocked. of them are Eugene's, let me guess. Yes, and some of them are Cass's, and some of them are even Pascal's and Maximus's. <gasps> you take that back. Max yeah, I know. Maximus is no mistakes. He has never done anything wrong in his life. His life, that is true. He's a perfect horse. It is true. Krista is a Maximus stand. I am. I will accept no criticism. He gets an episode this season, too, and so does <gasps> Pascal. So we'll be having that coming up. Okay, it's just going to be me the entire episode being like, isn't he so great? And yeah, the Pascal episode would be like, explains a lot. Mm -hmm. Will I be scarred afterwards? I don't know if scarred, but I feel like you'll be vindicated. Okay, great. <laughs> I look forward to that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we want to know, what did you think of this episode? What do you think of Cassandra's and Rapunzel's relationship, especially at this moment? Do you think, you know, they could have just talked it out? Or, you know, you got to have some drama. Gotta have some drama in life. You can find us on Twitter at geeky underscore waffle. You can find us everywhere else at the geeky waffle. You can find our website with all our blogs and other shows at thegeekywaffle.com. Make sure to subscribe to us if you haven't already. You can find me on Twitter at Candace is a Geek. And Krista, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, at Krista Geeks Out. And as Rapunzel says, we hope you have the best day ever.